The big question is this, how are real estate entrepreneurs like us who spend money from our own pockets to build a brand, generate leads, and deliver value to our clients, how do we do all of that and still earn our next million dollars in income? If you want proven secrets to get to your next million, keep listening. If you want it faster, go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. Welcome to the Kingston Lane Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Sharon Trivatsa. Welcome back to the Kingston Lane Podcast. Today I have a special episode for you and I just got out of a meeting where we talked to one of our clients and we were helping her educate her child, her children, adult children, on how to invest in real estate. And I thought, what a great opportunity. And I did not want this to uh, slip away from kind of my present stream of consciousness. So even though I'm in the car, I wanted to get this out to you because I know that it can instantly help you create more business. So today I want to teach you about how to actually do one thing and one thing alone, which is break the cycle that we are all in. Here's what I mean. Most of us, you know, as an industry, the real estate professionals get a bad rap because they say, oh, you know, agents don't follow up once the transaction is over. And, and, and honestly, I'll tell you, that is true because I actually have agents that have sold, helped me buy and sell homes. And I, I'm, they don't even communicate with me, which is so weird that I can send them so many referrals. However, I always think about why. And the reason is that agents do a really good job being advisors to clients and then right after a deal is done or whatever, there's no significant urgency, right? And we just have to tell ourselves the truth because we know that from time to time, uh, when we help someone buy or sell a home, there's generally like a seven to 10 year lag before they actually do something again with us, before they actually engage in another transaction with us. So we just go on to the next most important thing to take care of our clients because we have busy lives. I totally understand that. However, what I want to offer you today is how can you actually talk to clients in a very easy way about investment properties and you don't even have to know that much, right? A lot. There are two reasons why, and I talk to agents and I ask them behind closed doors, what is the truth behind why we don't talk to our clients about investment properties more? And the truth is what clients tell them, what agents tell me is this truth number one. Hey, sometimes I feel like I have not invested in a lot of properties myself. I feel like I'm much better selling and buying, you know, personal residences. If I get into the investment property conversation and the conversation gets tough into like cap rates and investments and tax deductions, does it start to mess me up? That's number one, kind of the knowledge component. And the second is that nobody has really taught us how to present and pitch and solicit the opportunities for investment properties, right? We have a script for open houses. We have a script for you know buyer consultations. We know how to present pricing in a living room. We know how to actually talk about a price reduction conversation, but no one has ever said, hey, this is how you actually prospect between buying and selling cycles for investors. So today I wanna to give you a three-part framework, which is really easy on how you can actually create so much money and keep clients for life. And I'm, the second part is the most important. Keep clients 
for life. All right. And I'm going to give you the three part framework part three part framework. Number one, part number one is enter the conversation in the prospect's mind. Part number two is front load the effort. And part number three is our best clients come from our best clients. Let me actually walk you through this. The three parts. Part number one is enter the conversation in the prospect's mind. So what does that enter the conversation in the prospect's mind mean? The conversation in the prospect's mind is not the same conversation that you're having. When I wake up in the morning, I don't think about whether I have any real estate needs. Like, I don't think about that. So when you, when, when I get a random door knocker that comes to my house and knocks on my door and says, Hi, Sharon, uh, my name is Jimmy and I work at Badass Real Estate. Hey, have you ever had any, uh, you know, I just want to check in to see if you have any real estate needs. Like, that is a script given to the real estate industry by, by somebody from 40 years ago who's an idiot, right? Who has never actually talked to a client. And it doesn't mean anything because it does not enter the conversation in the prospect's mind. Now, here is, I want to give you a very simple text message script that you could enter a conversation in the prospect's mind for an investment property. So this is what you would say. Very simply, you would say, hi, Sharon, just thinking about you. That's the warm up. Have you ever considered real estate as an investment? No question mark, period. Have you ever considered real estate as an investment, period? Would you like me to send you a few investment profiles for your review? I say it again. Would you like me to send you a few investment profiles for your review? Now, what you're doing here is, let's actually deconstruct that text message. Hey, Sharon, I've been thinking, I was just thinking about you. Cool, hey, that's so nice of you, right? Um, have you ever considered in, in real estate as an investment? So no hard sell, asking me a question, but putting a period on there doesn't trigger the question because there's something right after. It says, would you like, so no pressure, right? Would you like me to send you a few investment profiles for your review? Now, I feel as the prospect, I feel in control. I feel like you're not selling me anything. You're not hard selling me. You're not telling me to go, you know, that you I'd want me to buy something. You're just saying, hey, can I send you something for your review? That's it. That's all you're saying. And nine out of 10 answers are going to be a yes. Because if you just said, have you ever considered real estate? Um, have you ever considered real estate as a, uh, you know, um, investment? I'm probably going to tell you no, right? I'm probably going to say no. But now, and then you shut down the conversation and that's extremely un- unhealthy, right? Like there's, there's, that's no fun whatsoever. But if you told me, you know, have you ever considered, if you, if you told me, um, you know, can I send you a few, um, whatchamacallit, uh, investment profiles for your review, that's a completely different conversation. All right, now you may be thinking, okay, Sharon, that's cool, I appreciate that. What if the prospect says, yes, go ahead and send it to me, right? Now let's talk about number two, which is what are these investment profiles? What are they? And this is where step two comes in, which is, um, front load the effort. So if you know me, and if you know me, you, you will know that I'm a systems and scale kind of guy. I love doing things up front. I love spending inordinate amounts of time doing things up front so that I never have to touch them again. I want to build a system. I want to build a machine. I want to build an asset. I want to build an artifact. I want to build something that I can reuse over and over that is still of extreme value to me and the client in normal conversations. So here's what I'm going to give you the exact framework on the investment profiles that you're going to build. And you only have to build this once, right? So here's what you're going to do. You're going to build three investment profiles. Two of them are going to be rentals and one is going to be a flip, 
right? And if that, those are not common in your marketplace, go ahead and change it. And I'll give you exactly what they are as well. The first case study, the first profile is going to be for the median price in your community, in your marketplace. The second is going to be for half the median price because I, as a consumer, am thinking, hey, if I could buy a second home, why would I buy something that's the same price? And the third is going to be a fix and flip where it's a short-term investment. Now, you may be thinking, hey, Sharon, what actually goes onto this profile sheet? What is What goes on? So let me give you the exact structure of it. And I'm going to offer to you that you should do this with a mortgage broker uh, or a lender so that they probably have a format like this. So I will give you the exact format. The format goes something like this. On the header, no photo. Like, you, this does not require your photo. Although I know that agents are going to take this advice and going to put a photo. This is an investment. This has got nothing to do with your photograph, right? It should have your contact information up top so people know where that came from and it's in case it got forwarded around. And below that, it should say investment profile case study number one, right? Every, case study number two, case study number three. And right under that, it should say top three reasons why we chose this investment. And you write one, two, three. Below that, it is a very simple table, two columns, whatever, very simple table that breaks down exactly what that investment is. And I'm going to give you exactly what that investment is. Now, if you are unable to actually write the top three reasons why you chose that investment, you don't have the right and you don't deserve to pitch that investment to your client. And the the top three reasons can be as simple as, hey, this is an up and coming neighborhood where home prices have actually increased 6.7% a year for the last three years. That's totally cool. Or you can say, hey, this this was a fire sale, sold off market, underdeveloped. We actually only had to put in a small amount of money to get more from it. That's totally cool. But you need to come up with an English-based top three reasons so that people can understand why you chose that as a real investment. All right. So that's, uh, so let me actually break down what goes into the table. On the table, think in English. No AFR, no like list price to sales price ratio, none of that stuff. What you write is going to be like this purchase price, number one. Because if you enter the conversation in my mind, what I am thinking is, hey, what am I buying this for? Right? What am I buying this for? So you say purchase price, number one. Second line just says, hey, uh, cost of improvements or upgrades. So I know that, oh, I'm going to put some money in. Cool. Purchase price, 400000 Cost of improvement and upgrades, 25000 Awesome. Then you say, uh, down payment. So now I know that I have to put down you know, $25,000, whatever. Great. Then you say, mortgage loan amount is $387,000. Awesome. Now you're telling me what my monthly mortgage payment is. After all that is done, on the bottom, there are three things. Number one, total cash outlay. Right? That way I know how much am I going to be out to make this investment. The second is going to be monthly. If you take a rental, for example, you say monthly cash flow. And the third, you say annualized return. Just make it a percentage. That's it. Because everybody is now, the annualized return percentage is important because I'm thinking whether I should go buy a GE stock or whether I should do this and you're giving me the right information, right? But you're giving it to me with reference to that case study. There is nothing else. You don't have to justify anything else. You don't have to put MLS property descriptions, none of that. You're just giving me a few profiles so you can warm up my appetite to have the next conversation. That's all this is. That's when this gets very interesting. So if you have three of these done, you put the three in a PDF. It has, it's very simple, clean, uh, table and your branding on it, no photo. 
and this is all you have and you keep it you have a maybe you have a dropbox file of it maybe you have it on your phone wherever it should be easily accessible and anytime you have a conversation with a prospect this is what you send so we talked about the three parts to actually creating more deals number one was enter the conversation in the prospect's mind and i talked to you about the text message number two you can do that via email as well number two is front load the effort to go ahead and build these three case studies once and you never have to touch them again work with your mortgage lender to do that number three is your best clients come from your best clients so anytime from this point on after you have this when you start talking to people at coffee meetings when you start talking to people at open houses when you start talking to leads when you start talk, having doctor dead leads when you start to pass clients when you go to parties the conversation of real estate is going to come up naturally. Put yourself in a position to have more real estate-based conversations and the conversation will come up and then you can always say, hey, have you ever considered real estate as an investment? And you're going to get one of two answers. When you say yes, you can be like, oh, cool, you're already an investor. Would you like me to send you three investment, a couple of investment profiles for your review? Be like, oh, of course, send it to me. That's great. Now you've created a real estate-based conversation. Or be like, oh no, I, you know, I've never considered real estate investment. It's too hard to get into. You're like, oh my gosh, uh, why don't, would you like me to send you three investment profiles for your review? Now you have the ability to use this asset, these three PDFs that you've built once over and over and over again, which completely changes the conversation because here's what the gurus teach. Oh, every time you see somebody, every time you see a construction, all you're asking is, oh, have you, are you curious about the value of your home? Like, that's weird. Like, you would not ask your grandma, are you curious, curious about the value? That's just a weird thing. And people that teach you to ask that live to other people have never actually asked somebody that before because that is just weird. That's awkward. That's just like, you don't ask that of somebody. That's weird, right? Now, what we don't want to put yourself in a difficult situation. We just want to have normal in-flow conversations because now it allows them to like you and trust you and not feel sold because you don't want to ask somebody hey uh do you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate like that's weird that's like a that's such a yeah you may think about asking that question you may want to do that if you're extremely desperate like that's i get it but that's that does not engender trust that you that's a churn and burn transaction mentality that will crush you because that way you're not going to get your best clients from your best clients And what I want to tell you is this. Part three of the puzzle is your best clients will bring you your best clients. And when you can have a conversation with them and say, hey, would you like me to send you a few um, investment profiles for your review? I guarantee you, as they think about it, they'll start to forward it. They'll start to send it. When they're in a conversation in the locker room, they'll say, hey, my agent actually sent me a few investment profiles. Let me forward them to you. That's when this thing gets very, very exciting. That's why I wanted to teach you this entire methodology of how do you actually create your best clients from your best clients with just better conversations, right? So let me re, re, uh, recap all this for you. Number one is enter the conversation in the prospect's mind. The script once more is, hey, Sharon, I was just thinking about you. Have you ever considered real estate as an investment? Period. Would you like me to send you a few investment profiles for your review? That's it. Right? And if they don't respond, they don't respond. It's okay. But have your three-page PDF ready. That way you can send it right away. Number two, front load the effort. Front load the effort. Just go build a three-page PDF now. Heck, send it to me via you know, Instagram or, or Facebook Messenger. Or Let me look at it. I'm happy to give you feedback. But once you have it set, you never have to worry about it again. You can reuse it over and over for a while. And you'll start to actually develop it better. But now you have an asset that you can send over and over again. And third, remember this. Your best clients come from your best clients. And when you can change the conversation outside of, hey, 
uh, you know, do you know anyone that's thinking about buying or selling? Or here's my just list that just sold. Like what everyone else is doing, or heck, the worst of all, sending everybody property alerts where the entire world is on property alerts going to spam. You get to stand out and have a much better, deeper conversation because our best clients come from our best clients. I hope you really enjoyed that. I hope you're going to take advantage of putting a little bit of effort up front. And uh, you know, I know there's a small minority of agents that are actually going to do this, but those who do are going to see an insanely, uh, you know, uptick in their leverage because it gives you a chance to have a much better conversation between the seven to 10 year cycles of multiple transactions. So because our best clients come from our best clients. Do you want more real estate secrets? Then go get all our best kept secrets that agents around the world are using to win more listings, grow their teams and make a fortune every single day. Go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. That's kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets.